Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jillio, you told me a Wolfpacker was going to get traded today at the NFL trade deadline. I just had the wrong one. Apparently, you did have the wrong one. I guess there was some speculation that Garner's own Naheem Hines was going to get dealt by the Colts because the Colts are in tank mode. Full on. <laughs> Full on tank mode. Are they trying to get Victor Wembenyama? Is that they, what's happening? They might be legitimately confused. It could be. Like They keep hearing about this. Oh, my God. Have you seen this guy? Colts are like, yes, he's our next QB. He's tall Seven enough. Four. Let's go. You'll see over the line. He could definitely avoid the Baker Mayfield tip pass problems. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> but no, it was not Naheem Hines that got traded today. It's actually Bradley Chubb who got dealt by the Denver Broncos to the Miami Dolphins because uh, the, the, the NFL, man, it's such a copycat league. Uh, we've seen that in recent years teams be aggressive when they feel like they're in their windows. Maybe the Rams were trailblazers. Have you ever seen that meme of Michael Jordan? where it's just him with a face and it just says, screw those kids, I'm cleaning it up here. It's like, F them kids. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Well, the Rams are kind of in that boat, too, when it comes to picks. Like, screw those picks, man. We're trying to win now. Which, you know, affects how they can rebuild as things don't look like they're going great this year. But that's their problem. But we've seen aggressive teams. We saw the Buffalo Bills add Stephon Diggs. We know about A.J. Brown and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we've obviously have seen the Rams uh, pull this off, and now we're seeing some moves here and there to try to get better when they can. Bears made a move, and now the Dolphins are making a move to get Bradley Chubb. I like it. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to knock this. I, I actually like where these things are going. I like that teams are being aggressive. I like that they're viewing windows and trying to take advantage. Fans should be happy about that. And maybe I'm also looking at it longingly because I, I wish the Panthers were like this, that we had a team around here that was being aggressive and trying to win now. But obviously the Panthers are not in that boat right now. But Bradley Chubb is going to be a Miami Dolphin. Uh, also, according to Adam Schefter, as the trade deadline looms, the Falcons are planning to trade wide receiver Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. Uh, so there, that's that's the flurry of moves that's happened right before the trade. What, what? He's not eligible to play. No, he's not. He's not. That's, he's still that's super right. he's, rare. He's still out because of the gambling thing. Totally yeah. forgot about that. Absolutely forgot about that. So, anyway, that's uh, that's what's going on. According to Albert Breer, the Dolphins got three first-rounders back in the deal with the 49ers that they did to, give up, uh, to go up for Trey Lance. Miami traded all, have now traded all three of them. They used the 21-pick package to trade up to get Jalen Waddell. 22 pick they sent to the Chiefs for Tyreek Hill and now the 23 pick they sent to the Broncos for Bradley Chubb there's still like a Laramie Tunsil situation I think some of these picks also if you don't remember Laramie Tunsil he was the guy who fell on the draft because there was a video that was released right before the draft of him wearing a gas mask smoking weed so the, it all it, it, it that might actually be one of the most influential nights in NFL history in terms of trade picks and all the tentacles that have come from that but there's your uh there's your update now let's talk about a trade that didn't happen 
According to Albert Breer of SI.com, the Rams offered their first-round picks in 2024 and 2025 oh, to oh. the Panthers. Okay. The Panthers for Brian Burns, and the Panthers said, nah, we're good. We knew last week that there was a team, according to Adam Schefter, that had offered some first-round picks to get Brian Burns, and the Panthers declined it. But now we know who it was and what the deal was, and it was first-round picks for 2024 and 2025. They said no. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, too. Because you got to remember... Well, there's a couple factors here. The first one is, do also, you... are those going to be good picks? There's a couple factors here. <laughs> That's one of them. Right? We don't know how good those picks are going to be right. in 2024, 2025. Then there's that. It's 2024 and 2025. What do we know about the NFL? Quick. Not for long. I mean, do we think that Scott Fitterer will still be the general manager in 2024, 25? The guy who's making the, the decisions here? Yeah. Do we know if he's going to be the guy in 2024 and 2025? We no. don't know. And then there's the most important part of this equation. How do you feel about Brian Burns? Elite pass rushers are not exactly something that... They're, they're a premium. Everything's a premium. Wide receivers, depending on who it is, not necessarily a premium. Running backs, as we know, not exactly a premium in the grand scheme of things. But elite pass rushers, which is what they feel in Brian Burns at age 24 and he's due a contract extension... They'll try to make the numbers work. I know the Panthers are up against it with a lot of bad deals after bad deals. Well, but getting I, rid of McCaffrey's cap number goes a long way in being able to re-sign Brian Burns. Also, we have to keep in mind, too, um, the salary cap, like Birds, not real. I mean, somehow, some way, the, the New Orleans Saints always found a way to make it work. The Rams somehow make it work. So I'm not going to get too wrapped up in that. If you feel that Brian Burns is the key piece of the young group in Carolina, well, then you keep him, especially at that position. I, I think what the Dolphins are showing here are that players are actually more valuable. The right players are more valuable than picks. The Dolphins, the original deal that, that ended up happening with the Dolphins when they were basically tanking mm -hmm. was they traded Minka Fitzpatrick to the Steelers for a first-round pick, and they traded Laramie Tunsil to the Texans for a first-round pick. The Texans had deluded themselves into thinking they were an, an, a Super Bowl contender. Yes. And that pick ended up being in the top five, I believe, that they ended up with. So they turned the Tunstall pick around in the Trey Lance deal where they got three number ones from that deal for a quarterback, right? Well, think about who they've used two of those picks on. One of them is Tariq Hill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you're going to find Tariq Hill in the draft? No. And now you get Bradley Chubb. I mean, Bradley Chubb, Brian Burns... Bradley Chubb has more of an injury history than Brian Burns does. Yeah, that's, but, that's the only know, issue with Chubb. He's, he's mean, injury prone. Th that's Those are two stud players that you're getting for those two picks. And now, if you're the Dolphins, guess what? Those picks, you're going to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. So you're, those picks won't have the same value. Yeah. So to me, it's a little bit of a no-brainer. Well, the other thing, too, with the Dolphins, and we've seen this specifically with the Dolphins, those picks don't necessarily mean you're going to draft somebody. All right, so let's take the Panthers and Brian Burns. You're taking that 2024 and 2025 pick. Well, what I'm saying, you're not going to actually use them in the draft. I mean, right. You're going to use them as you're going to use them as capital to go get somebody that you feel is a guy right now. Like you said, the value of an active player, somebody that you know you're going to get this now rather than taking a flyer on a guy. If the argument for trading Brian Burns is that you suspect that the Carolina Panthers will then take the 2024 and 2025 picks 
and then try to use that to find some other playmakers. That would be silly since you already have a playmaker sure. in Brian Burns. Again, it gets back to the premium of the position and somebody at that age that seems to actually have it. A guy who looks elite. You'll make it work financially with a contract extension some way, somehow. So I'm cool with what the Carolina Panthers did not do with Brian Burns. Plus, we kind of saw this on Sunday, and I can see where this kind of emboldens the Panthers to think we're not too far away from turning it around. They already made a monumental move in trading Christian McCaffrey, and they Mm -hmm. got a pretty good deal for it from the San Francisco 49ers, and they already dealt Robbie Anderson. But specifically, the Christian McCaffrey deal was pretty damn big in the grand scheme of things. And what happened after the trade? After two games without Christian McCaffrey, what have we seen? I mean, Deontay Foreman has emerged as the player who they thought they could be. Yes. Thought he could be. So to me, this is this is a classic case of we already made a huge move and we're still pretty decent. I mean, kick two field goals and they win this game and they're sitting atop the NFC South. And as you like to point out when it comes to the NFL, it's not like you're that far away. They got some good pieces. Look at the Seahawks. You just you do have to draft well, though. At some point, you do have to use the capital wisely. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group you know what's tonight college football playoff looking joe come on try not to confuse me how am i confusing you <laughs> how am i confusing you I, I i didn't think you'd be looking forward to the world series it was kind of my initial thought yeah and then i'm like i don't even know what day it is because i didn't look at the clock today in the in the pit i should have looked at the clock yeah, you probably should have looked at the clock instead yeah. of playing Tech Mobile all day. Well, it wasn't all day. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you did something earlier. That's right. Before that. Thank you. <laughs> it's very busy. Very, very busy day getting through your Tech Mobile season. I understand. Mm. I understand. But yeah, the, the world gets introduced to Boo Corrigan today. Yeah, the college football playoff committee. Our, our initial rankings tonight, be, be ready to be mad if you're mm-hmm. not a fan of the SEC. I think Tennessee's number one. I think Georgia's number two. Alabama's probably five. Yeah. Would be my guess. Yeah. Um, they'll give Ohio. Wait till you wait till you get the Notre Dame splaining. That's going to be the best part of all of this because right now the difference between Ohio State and Michigan is Ohio State played Notre Dame out of the league. Yeah. So they're going to get they're going to get a bump. I want you to wrap your brain around this right now. I, yeah, I was going to say you're confusing me right now. Ohio, you're confusing me. Ohio State tonight is going to be ranked ahead of Clemson. They're going to be ranked ahead of Alabama. They're going to be ranked ahead of Michigan. Okay, the teams in their little pod there. Yeah. In part because their non-conference schedule includes a win over Notre Dame. Okay? But Notre Dame's not. Just wait. By the end of the season when Notre Dame is, what, are they going to be 7-5? and five? Is this 8-4? and four? Mm. It'll be. Well, wait, Clemson beat Notre Dame, too. Yeah, but you see now Ohio State has that win over Michigan, so or vice versa, right? Okay. So tonight, okay. the reason Ohio State will be ahead of Clemson will be, well, well you see, they beat Notre Dame. <laughs> and then by the end of the year, 
when Ohio State is still ahead of Clemson, even though they both would have a win over Notre Dame, uh-huh. it'll be, well, it's because they beat Michigan. I see. And you didn't. You didn't have something to commensurate All to right. that. I'm picking up. I'm okay? picking up what you're putting down. So it's always it always comes back to Notre Dame. If you just work by that well, theory, well, it always comes back to Notre Dame. It'll be fine. Who is the committee chair? Uh, a Notre Dame grad. Yes. That's right. Boo Corrigan is in the club. Yes, so skull it, and bones. It would, it would make a lot of sense. Carolina Hurricanes won in a shootout last night. Adam Gold does the Canes Corner podcast. You can check that podcast wherever you get your podcast. And it's brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Here's two minutes. Let's do that hockey. All right, boys and girls, I got two minutes for Carolina's brand new superstar. We said going into the year that the improvement that would make the biggest impact that would lead potentially to a Stanley Cup would come from within. And when I say come from within, I mean players who had not performed to expectations. Some of you might be thinking about Andrei Svechnikov, and he did score last night. Into the Washington zone, Natchez has a lane shot out in front, they'll score! On the rebound, Andrei Svechnikov, number eight for 37, and the Canes have tied it at two. But you know who made that play? It was the 88 car. Martin Natchez made that play. Paul Stasny in front with a little deflection. Andrei Svechnikov on the back door, cleaning up the trash. An easy put away for the game-tying goal. Go back to Saturday night in Philadelphia. Carolina playing horribly. It was terrible. Third period, late, 2.05 left, down a goal. Guess who comes to the rescue? Natchez has it. This could be it. As Burns is onside. Natchez scores! Oh, what a shot! Marty Natchez, stay red hot! And then in overtime, Brent Burns might have done the scoring. Marty Natchez made the play. Ajo still on the ice for Carolina. Last minute of overtime. Natchez, Ajo, Burns, he scores! In overtime, feel the burn! Carolina takes it for let me tell you about Martin Natchez here, fellas. Natchez has played nine games this year. The Hurricanes have played nine games. Strange coincidence, huh? He has scored in eight of them. He's probably been their best forward in four of them. This is the guy who couldn't shoot straight last year. Something happened in the offseason. A light was turned on, if you will. But Natchez has become, through nine games, small sample size, and he admits that. The player that Carolina thought was coming into his own three years ago. This is the best sign for what could be to come for the Hurricanes. Marty Natchez leads the team in scoring, leads forwards in ice time, leads forwards at even strength ice time as well, and winning faceoffs. Maybe he is a center down the road. So consider these entire two minutes, or however long it was, in defense of Martin Natchez. Brought to us by our good friends at Dysart Willis. High stakes litigation and defense. Available 24-7 for you, just like Marty Natchez. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. That's Adam Gold. That's two minutes. You can listen to the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. Five stars only. Positive vibes only. Language matters. How things are phrased, how things are put out there will will tell you a lot. Yesterday, Auburn moves on from Brian Harson, Or they got a new coach. Change in leadership. Sure. It was a change in leadership at Auburn University. (laughs) I mean, I assume that's what happened because, yes, the Auburn press release did not name Brian Harson. It said Auburn University has announced a change in leadership at Auburn University. Damn. Okay. Can't even name the man? (laughs) Okay. Okay, then. I mean, you're about to pay him 15 mil, so I guess he doesn't care anyway. Meanwhile, the Indianapolis Colts, they fired their offensive coordinator today. This is from Frank Reich, the head coach. Quote, this, is, this was an incredibly hard decision, but one I felt needed to be made in the best interest of the team. What is the current best interest of the team? The Colts think after winning the lottery and getting Peyton Manning with the number one overall pick, well, you know, it happened again to us. We got Andrew Luck with the number one overall pick. So now they're sitting here going, you know what we really need to do is just not win another football game so we can get the number one overall pick and take whoever we, we believe is the number one, who is the best quarterback in this next draft. Maybe it's C.J. Stroud. Maybe it's Will Levis. I, I don't know. Or are Bryce any, Young. But are any of these guys? See, I, that, that's the tricky part. Of it. I get what you're saying. No, the, I know. The, but the, Colts, the Colts won the lottery twice, but they literally did. They Peyton Manning. Right was positioned as a guy who's going to be the guy. Andrew Luck, there was an entire... You you think tanking for Victor Wembanyama is a thing in the NBA. Let's never forget the suck-for-luck season. And, and, that, and how disappointed the Panthers were when he went back to Stanford for his senior year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when he didn't come out. Do you think that's because he didn't want to go to the Panthers? Uh, in part, I believe. It probably, yes. probably, it probably has something to do with it. Probably has something to do with it. So, regardless... That I'm not looking at this upcoming draft class as the same as, oh, by the way, there's the Peyton Manning sweepstakes and then there's the yeah. Andrew Luck sweepstakes. I'm just not buying that. But that's their plan. Okay. So at least, remember, I'm always asking about what Matt Rule's plan was. At least they have a plan. I'll give them that much. Meanwhile, in the NBA, Steve Nash and the Brooklyn Nets agreed to mutually, consciously uncouple. Mm. A mutual parting of ways. Is he not free now? Do you think Steve Nash is like? I think he's probably pretty happy about this. Yeah, like, at, do you think? Do you think when they brought Steve Nash into the office, like, hey, Steve, sit down, we have to have a chat? And Steve's like, oh, is is it, is it finally happening? Are you, are you guys gonna do it? Are we, are we good? Do you think when he closed the door, he did one of those like Tom Cruise in Risky Business, you know, just sliding across the hallway, pantless, probably? And and just were like doing the fist bumps, you know. Doing well, yeah, we've seen tra- him on TikTok with his wife, so yeah, he's probably having a good old time, right? Yep. Yeah, he's done now. The Nets, because they want to continue to be a dumpster fire. There are reports that they want to hire Emmy Adoka or Udoka, excuse me, who was recently suspended by the Celtics for sexual misconduct. Excuse me. You do you want to do what now? Well, he was an assistant there. I get I get all that, but the man is suspended by the Celtics for a reason, and now you're just like, yeah, screw all that. we got to bring him in because let's just add another log to the fire. Is that what the Nets want to be? I know how we can distract you from Kyrie Irving. Let's hire this guy. Nobody's going to talk about what Kyrie tweets now. That must be the plan. Has to be the plan. 
Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. Well, what's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.